breathe. It's now time for Chod Nafas with Dalal. Hi. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> Chilla. To, to the, the world. Bless mom. So our next interview is with a journalist, a passionate yoga teacher, a fervent wellness advocate focused on helping others achieve harmonious and balanced lives. She's the founder of Beirut Yoga Festival, Lebanon's largest annual wellness and yoga event and a member of the Syndicate of Yoga Teachers in Lebanon. She received her first yoga teacher training at the Bikram Yoga College of India. Am I saying it right? Okay, and uh, in San Diego, California, and has been teaching since then in Dubai, Paris, and Beirut. In 2015, she completed the four-month course of uh, yogic studies and ashram life at the Bihar School of Yoga, India, uh, following the Satyanda Yoga lineage. I don't know if I'm Satyananda. saying all this right, but, but wow, it, yoga lineage. So it, many complicated uh, lineage, words. Okay. <laughs> it, it sounds super interesting. What was it like, it India? Is, it was intense. Wow, I can imagine. When she's not yoging, she writes about women, for women. She managed El Arabia as editor-in-chief before owning the online magazine popular category, Intimate Life and Health. She addressed Arab women with highly acclaimed articles and daring views on celebrating womanhood and embracing feminine er- energy. Namaste, Dalal Harab. Hello. <laughs> 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 too much, too much to read. Thank you so much for the interview. Allah <laughs> It was so stressful to read this part. There's no meditation behind this. <laughs> so, and uh, namaste again, Dalal Harib. Why this fight for people's well-being? How is our well-being being challenged in these times? Namaste. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a fight, precisely because in fight there's a conflict, there's a winner, there's a loser. Uh, for me, it wasn't a fight, more of a need, and a need that started, it started as I felt it myself, that there is something out there for me to to try to tackle, to make a change, and maybe to bring in everything, every single experience I've been through, all the small uh, uh, um, events or and big events in my life that came one on top of the other and which made me the woman I am now. And then I just asked the question, what am I going to do with all this? Mm-hmm. Where am I going to invest it? What is the meaning of the whole thing, everything that I went through? And then the the answer just came spontaneously by itself and it came as an extension to everything that I have experienced. And me being in Lebanon, being the, um, the child of my own country, Uh, my own environment, people of my age, people of my generation, mm-hmm. being also sensitive to, to everything that is going around me, the closest environment, the bigger environment. For me, it was like, okay, I have to invest this. I have to be able to at least, if not make a change, trigger a certain change and a positive change, that is. And the woman that you are now, as you say, is uh, somewhat of a happening, something that came to be throughout different circumstances. But obviously, as a kid before, you would see yourself as someone else. Who was that person before you realized that you can never choose who you would become eventually? Wow, that's a philosophical question. <laughs> Let's see how I can answer this. <laughs> Uh, somehow, maybe, and I think I would love to believe that it has to do with my upbringing mm-hmm. and with 
the place where I was born. I was born in the mountains. Mm -hmm. And I would like to think that I get my energy and my inspiration from the mountains and from the land where I was born, when I first saw the light out okay. of the womb of my mother. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I, I truly believe there is something in there. There was like a hidden energy and a hidden call. Mm -hmm. Although I've lived outside Lebanon abroad for quite a while. And did you always then, feel this energy or did you start to realize that you've had this energy? I felt it. Okay. I felt it all along, all through uh, uh, years. But then it was right before me, right in front of my eyes. And that is one step into being aware of what, uh, what really matters to me. Uh, and to put a little bit of a meaning to, to my existence. And I think this also came when I first started practicing yoga. So yoga had a big, major part, and a very beautiful <laughs> part that I'm grateful for, of being aware, or at least to acquire a certain level, a minimal level of clarity mm -hmm. that would allow you to say, mm -hmm, this is where I'm needed. This is where I can invest better. This is how I can actually affect people's lives in a positive way. This is how I can work on myself so that I can be resourceful enough to input into situations, to input into thoughts, into current of thoughts, into behaviors, and to hopefully trigger a change. Okay. You don't so the key need, is to do to it on your own terms? Is to do it on your own terms and in, in any way that would fit you Mm -hmm. and fits your need and your aspiration now. Okay. Because what who you are today is absolutely different from what you were 10 years ago or even from what you were when you woke up in the morning. Mm -hmm. Maybe you woke up in the morning with a certain set of mind, you were like feeling pessimistic, you were not um, you need your coffee before <laughs> before you wake up or you be, to be able to to say hi to anyone or to interact with a with a living being. But then <laughs> two being. two hours later you can you can you know throw a party and just join your uh, your party friends and uh, be joyful. And be joyful and what have you. So this is absolutely normal. This is absolutely normal. It's only, it's the dance between what we call in yoga, the gunas. Mm -hmm. The gunas are the state of existence. Okay. So the gunas, we, we talk about uh, um, the tamasic state, the rajasic state, and the sattvic state. So it's tamas, rajas, sattva. Tamas, rajas, sattva. Tamas, rajas, sattva. I'm definitely going to get I get so tongue-tied, this is not going to happen. <laughs> but that's very interesting, actually, because it's you can also like take it and you can play with it and you can just observe yourself. And just by observing, you are, you are uh, um, tackling your awareness level. Mm -hmm. So on your, on your segment, Chod uh, Nafas, on Sunny Side Up, mm -hmm. is this the journey you're going to take us on? Or is it oh, close to that journey? You know, the Khod Nafas, I have to admit it, I love uh, Arabic language, I love Lebanese slang in particular. Khod Nafas is the slang Lebanese expression that I haven't found it in any other Arabic uh, slangs 
where it means it, it just explains it all. When you say to someone, "Hold nafas," it means you're 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 saying to him or to her, "خلنا نروش شوي." Calm down. Calm down. Lean tight. Hold nafas. Add the last one. Count to ten. Take a breath. And it's the simplest. I mean. Taking a nafas, khod nafas, is the simplest form of, of being. I mean, it's the, the most natural thing we do, it's nafas. Absolutely, and it's the cheapest medicine that have ever existed. It's within us. All we need to do is just to become aware of it. And I'm talking science. The lineage that I follow, which is the Satyananda school, they approach, the school approaches yoga as a science for mind management and to acquire a healthy lifestyle. With whatever that means, a healthy lifestyle. Mind management, it means to become a friend with the mind, to know and to be aware of the nature of the mind so that you can redirect, reorient this mind to your own benefit. And when I say to your own benefit, to your own positive benefit. Okay, so on your segment, you're going to teach us uh, and teach the listeners how to uh, breathe, <laughs> to start, and then... Uh, I need to exercise. Joy, you're going to be my first student. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, sometimes I forget to breathe. It's something. And then I'm yes. like, what, uh, what, when was the last time I, I took a A real breath. breath. A real breath. <laughs> the small, I would say... Um, guidance, morning guidance that I would be uh, taking the listeners through is going to be um, like a small reminder on to remember to breathe. <laughs> It's as simple as, as that. As simple as that. Yes. Baby steps. Mm-hmm. Baby steps, the ABC. And the ABC is to sitting in the car, Uh, waiting in traffic, looking at my uh, at my uh, watch, knowing that I'm half an hour late to uh, to work, <laughs> knowing that it's going to take me another half an hour because there's something that is happening and unexpected on the road, and God knows how ex- unexpected things are coming along during the days nowadays, <laughs> and knowing that I'm having this meeting and uh, also listening to news, and they're not always the happy news that I know. So, Allah yaddi, yani there's enough. There and then Talal comes in and out of nowhere. And then there's a small Voice, breathe. breathe. <laughs> And believe me, it makes a difference. It's only a small positive attempt to help people put a different note mm-hmm. to their day without claiming more than this. Well, so it's breathe. a different note. It's like instead of the da da let it be the dun dun dun. So let's see. I personally can't wait. Uh, I mean, I need to learn how to breathe. And um, we're going to see you again on your segment. Same day, same timing next week for your Khod Nafas segment. Thank you, Dalal. Thank you, Dalal. And Namaste. Thank you, Dunya. Thank you, Joy. And don't forget to breathe Khod Nafas. Starting now. (laughs) You were listening to Khod Nafas with Dalal.